Welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with Emily and Leo. Hello! And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So, Emily, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been doing this and I've been doing that. I've done some storytelling in schools again, which has been brilliant fun. What have you been up to? Well, I've been getting on with secondary school, but also it's been half term, so I've had a nice relax. And you went trampolining, didn't you? Oh yeah, that was great for my friend's birthday. How many trampolines do you reckon there were? About, what, 300 more? (laughs) Did they have them on the walls? Um, not directly on the walls, but they had them kind of slanted so you could bounce from one trampoline onto the other and back onto that same trampoline. Oh, Oh, it was crazy. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And we have a very special treat for our listeners this episode. Oh, yes, I was fortunate enough to be asked to judge a story writing competition based around the mysterious Western Hanger Castle. Isn't that the castle that Henry VIII owned in Kent? It is. There's lots of history about it. There's ghosts and and wars and armies and all sorts of hidden and dilapidated places. Now, we've both been there, haven't we, Leo? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? It was incredible. And there's possibly a new garden town being built nearby called Otterpool Park. And they were the ones who ran the story writing competition. Ooh, how old were the entrants? Well, they were between the ages of seven and I think it was 14 years old. And the winners were given prizes, including doing a story workshop with me. How many stories were there? We had over 40 entrants. Yeah, 40 stories. And they were all absolutely brilliant. But from those 40, a group of judges chose just three winners. And I thought it would be wonderful to have them tell their stories all about the fascinating Western Hanger Castle and share the stories on the podcast. Oh, sounds good to me. Are the stories about Henry VIII? Yes, and his six wives. I know what happened to most of them. Yeah, that's right. Or some of the stories are about his very famous daughter. Queen Elizabeth I. Oh, yes, the very same. And we have one of the winners for this episode. Oh, awesome. Her name is Clementine and she is 10 years old. Would you like to hear her story, Leo? Oh, you bet. It is simply called Fate. I, Catherine Howard, wife of Henry VIII, walked to a glorious sunrise and maid chiving me out of bed. <sighs> Milady, it's nine o'clock already and you're still not dressed. Reluctantly, I got out of bed and allowed maid to show me this beautiful dress. So I put it on and I went down to breakfast. There was all the food you can imagine. Swan, hog roast, chicken. And when I looked up, I saw Henry scoffing down his chicken and his swan. Oh, who could imagine such a thing? 
wine dripping down his chin, food in his beard. Oh, just awful. Then, after breakfast, he went down to discuss matters with some important men. I mean, that's curious, most curious. He doesn't usually do this. He's usually just complaining that he doesn't have a male heir. Oh, and uh, uh, what is what is he doing to, with these strange people? I don't. Who knew? Too much worry. I had to go to the drawing room. Is he going to hurt me? He's got all the power in the world. Okay, maybe not the world, but definitely the country. Oh. <laughs> What's he gonna do? No. Why am I worrying about something that I don't even know about? It's ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Finally, I reach the drawing room and press my ear against the door. I agree. Catherine should be executed for the crime of adultery, some man said. Hee-hee, said most, including Henry. An awful crime, said a man in the crowd. So, we're all set then. 30th of February. Perfect. 30th of February it is then. Henry, how could he do this to me? He's crossed the, he had crossed the lines. 13th of February is unlucky for some, but certainly unlucky for me. So, Leo, did you like Clementine's story? Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. What was your favourite bit? Well, I liked how she told it, the drama in her voice. Yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? I also liked the twist at the end, Catherine Howard finding out that her head was going to be chopped off. I know, it's a bit grim and we know that really happened. Yeah. I love Clementine's description of Henry VIII. It was really disgusting, wasn't it? Yeah, and poor Catherine too. Poor Catherine. What a brilliant story. Well done, Clementine. And we will have the other two winners and their stories coming soon. So, I think it's time for some shout-outs. OK, we've got loads this week. So many coming in. You're going to have to take a deep breath, Leo. Are you ready? <gasps> Firstly, we have a shout-out to Astrid, who is six, and Atlas, who is four, from Nova Scotia in Canada. Hi, Astrid. Hi, Astrid. Hi, Hi Atlas. Atlas. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. And here come the USA shout-outs. USA. Next, we have a shout-out to Grant and Addy in Virginia. Hi, Grant. Hi, Grant. Hi, Hi Addy. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. We also have a shout-out to Brecken, Finn, Remy and Elle in Seattle. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. Here's a shout-out to Enzo, who's five, in New Jersey. Hi, Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Thanks, Thanks for listening. A shout-out also goes to Mary Ann. Nathaniel and Marshall in Indiana. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. And finally, a shout-out goes to Lysia, who is seven, and Arthur, who is five, 
in Walthamstow, London. In London. Hi, Hi Lucia. Hi, Arthur. Thanks for listening. <gasps> oh, my goodness. So many shout outs. Have you got your breath back, Leo? Yeah, I think so. Oh, we've got so many new listeners and we're so grateful to you all. And remember, if you would like a shout out on our podcast, then you can email us at emilydragonflytales at gmail.com. And I'll put that address in the show notes. Anything else they need to give us, Leo? Tell us your age and your town, please. Oh, yes. Age and town. So, Emily, what's your story today? Well, Leo, my story is a great folktale from the Punjab. Is that in India? It's a region on the border of India and Pakistan. And the story is a chain tale. Like the boy in the drum? That's right. Where parts of the story are connected like links in a chain. That's exactly it. And at the end... It actually gets quite fast, so I hope our listeners can remember the order and perhaps shout it out at home. Gosh, I hope I can remember the end, Leo. <laughs> and at the beginning of this tale, the farmer's wife is doing something called winnowing. Wait, what's that? It's an ancient farming practice where you throw a basket of grains into the air and then you catch them again. And when they're in the air, the light bits of chaff, which are inedible, they float away and the heavy grains drop back down for eating or grinding or cooking. So how do you think we should start this story, Leo? I think we should start. Once upon a time, a farmer's wife was winnowing the corn. Excellent. Once upon a time, a farmer's wife was winnowing the corn, throwing it high in the air. A crow swooped down from a tree and grabbed a grain in his beak. Then he flew back to his branch, ready to swallow the tasty grain. The farmer's wife was furious. She picked up a pebble and threw it at the crow. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Who fell to the ground and dropped the grain of corn. It rolled into a crack in the tree. The farmer's wife picked up the crow by his tail feather. Wicked bird! You give me back my grain of corn, or I will kill you. Caw! I will! Caw! I will! Can you say that with me, Leo? Caw! I, I will! Caw! I will! The crow searched in the crack in the tree. He pecked and he scratched. But he just could not reach the grain of corn. Stupid tree! So he flew off to find a woodcutter. He said, Man, man, cut tree, set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. But the woodcutter said, no, crow, off you go. Can you say that with me, Leo? No, crow, off you go. And he would not cut the tree. It's a very nice tree. So the crow flew to the palace of the king. He said, king, king, kill man. Man won't cut tree, set grain of corn free to save my life. From the, the farmer's, farmer's wife. wife. 
But the king said, "Do you remember? No, no crow, off, off you go. go, and would not kill the man." Do you think I'm a barbarian? So the crow flew to the queen's garden. He said, "Queen, queen, coax king. King won't kill man. Man, man won't cut, cut tree. Set grain of corn free, free to save my life from the farmer's wife." Well remembered, Leo. But the queen said, "No, no crow, off you go. go," and would not coax the king. Oh, he's as stubborn as a mule, anyway. So Crow flew until he met a snake. He said, "Snake, snake, bite queen. Queen won't coax king. King won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free. Save my life from the farmer's wife." But the snake said, "Let's hiss this one. Are you ready? Snow crows, off you go, and would not bite the queen. She'll make a pair of boots out of me." So the crow flew on till he found a stick. He said. Stick, stick, beat snake. Snake won't bite queen. Queen won't coax king. King won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. But the stick said, "Hang on, sticks can't talk." Oh, all right, but it would not beat the snake. I'm brown and sticky. <laughs> So the crow flew until he saw a fire, and he said, "Fire, fire, burn stick. Stick won't beat snake. Snake won't bite queen. Queen won't coax king. King won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife." Well remembered. But the fire said, "No, it didn't." Okay, and would not burn the stick. Crackle, crackle, hiss. So hiss. the crow flew on till he met some water. He said, "Water, water, quench fire. Fire won't burn stick. Stick won't beat snake. Snake won't bite queen. Queen won't." Coax king, king won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. But the water said, "This is getting ridiculous," and would not quench the fire. Drip, drip, splash. So the crow flew on till he met an ox, and said. Ox, ox, drink water. Water won't quench fire. Fire won't burn stick. Stick won't beat snake. Snake won't bite queen. Queen won't coax king. King won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. But the ox said. No crow, off, off you, you go. go.
and would not drink the water. I'm not thirsty. So the crow flew until he met a rope. And he said, Rope, rope, bind, ox. Ox won't drink water. Water, water won't, won't quench fire. Fire, fire won't, won't burn stick. Stick won't beat snake. Snake won't bite queen. Queen won't coax king. King won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. But the rope said... Absolutely nothing, because it's a piece of rope. Oh, fine. And would not bind the ox. Afraid not. Very funny. So Crow flew on till he met a little mouse. And he said... Mouse, mouse, nor rope. Rope won't bind ox. Ox won't drink water. Water won't quench fire. Fire won't burn stick. Stick won't beat snake. Snake won't bite queen. Queen won't coax king. King won't kill man. Man won't cut tree. Set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. But the mouse said... No, crow, off you go. And would not gnaw the rope. Wait, how come we animals can talk? Never mind. So the crow flew on until he met a cat and said... Oh, I can get this. Cat, cat, catch mouse. Mouse won't gnaw rope. Rope won't bind ox. Ox won't drink water, water won't quench fire, fire won't burn stick, stick won't beat snake, snake won't bite queen, queen won't coax king, king won't kill man, man won't cut tree, set grain of corn free to save my life from the farmer's wife. And the cat said... A mouse, did you say? I'd be delighted. So the cat began to catch the mouse, the mouse began to gnaw the rope, the, the rope, rope began, began to bind the ox, the ox began to drink the water, the water began to quench the fire, the fire began to burn the stick, the stick began to beat the snake, the snake began to bite the queen, the queen began to coax the king, the king began to kill the man, the man began to cut the tree, to set the grain of corn free for the farmer's wife. And saved the crow's life. The end. So, Leo, did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. What was your favourite bit? Well, I liked how, after the crow asked all of the animals and objects that shouldn't be speaking, by the way... No, OK. <laughs> ...that it all built up to the chain reaction at the end of the story. I That's, thought that was so cool. It's good, isn't it? And it is like a chain reaction. I don't know if you've ever played the game Mousetrap, but it reminds me of that, where something sets something else off that sets something else yeah. off. Or dominoes. I love that. Yes. And I love the fact that at the end, the crow's life is saved. Yeah. <laughs> so these tiny little inconsequential things, as small as a grain of corn, can have such a cumulative, a big effect and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. What a wonderful story. So that's it for this episode. 
Thanks to Clementine for her brilliant story. And we'll have another winning guest teller coming soon. Yes, thank you, Clementine. That was wonderful. And if you are enjoying our podcast, what we would love, love, love is if you would leave us a little review saying how much you love us. Five stars, please. Oh, yes. Five stars, please. And if you can, make a donation on the website to keep us going. And thank thank you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, this chain we created is strange, don't you say? But all things are connected in some kind of way. Bye! Our podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Join our Dragonfly Tales podcast group on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at Dragonfly Tales Pod. And follow us on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly. Nova Scotia!